the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to the Italian Grape Geek Podcast. Join us as we explore personal stories of travel and tasting with Italy's must-know grape varietals. Chart your own course with My Italian Grape Geek Journal, your personal tasting companion to accompany the series. Available now on Amazon. With thanks to Colangelo and Partners for their generous support with this project. Hi, it's Russ. I'm back and we are talking about Rosese, a red grape from Liguria in the northwest of Italy. The origins of the Rosese grape are unclear, but we start seeing references to it in the 18th century. Personally, for me, the Rosese grape was of interest because it aligns with my palate when it comes to red wines currently, which is more on the lighter side and more of a fresh fruit forward character. And it's also a category that I was less familiar with and so was looking to explore. We hear often from Liguria about Vermentino and Pigato, so it was really interesting to learn about a red variety from this region as well. So we see the highest quality examples of Rosese from the Dolce Aqua area, which is the far western part of Liguria. Genetically, it's the same as a French grape called Tiburon, and it's genetically distinct from other grapes with the Rosese name, including Rosese Bianco di Arcola and Rosese di Campo Chiesa. It's not a particularly easy grape to work with, so it needs mountainous lands that are away from the seed and have well-drained soil, and it grows best in calcareous clay soil. Because of the mountainous terrain, the vines have to be hand-tended, one of the examples of heroic viticulture that we see in Italy and there are a relatively small number of producers, meaning it's not a grape that we see a whole lot in wines. It makes the fresher, lighter, ripe wines that are easy to drink, that show typically easy to drink, and show strawberry red fruit, fresh red rose, and balsamic herb characters. Some of the key DOCs include Rosese di Dolce Acqua and Rosese di Riviera Ligore di Ponente. It's not a variety that we see very often in the U.S. And in order to explore this wine, I actually had to do something which is very rare for me, which was to order it by mail to get an example of a Rosese. It really is something that you have to go a little bit off the beaten path to explore. I always like to explore any given grape through different examples and as many different examples as I can get my hands on. And so if you can find a few different examples of a Rosese, you can see maybe some of the differences in how it would be made. Some of the benchmark producers would include Terra Bianche, Anfoso, and Caimancine. With food, I would not pair this wine with anything too overpowering because it is a very light red style. The classic pairings would be Risotto and Ravioli but I'd also pair this with antipasti and grilled vegetables. Finally, one of my favorite things is pairing red wine with fish and shellfish. And because of the nature of this wine, it lends itself very well to a seafood pairing as well. That's the story about Rosese. 
Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, ciao.